السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما رسالة شريف اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد They ask why do those Muslims love their prophet so much this is a question asked. Why do they love him so much? I ask you, why do we love him so much? This is the month of Rabi' al-Awwal. And it is believed that the Prophet ﷺ was born in this month. He passed away in this month. He migrated in this month. And throughout this month, we remember him generally more than throughout the year. We remember him throughout the year. But in this particular month, people want to celebrate his arrival, remember his life, speak about him even more. And anything that brings us close to the Prophet ﷺ is praiseworthy, alhamdulillah. So the question is, why do we love him so much? Why do we love the Prophet ﷺ so much? And there's so many reasons. There's so many reasons. Why do we love him so much? First of all, in, in no particular order, and within the time that we have, we'll just go over a few of these reasons. Number one, why do we love him so much? Firstly, because he's so beautiful. Because the Prophet ﷺ is so beautiful. Who can we ask? Let's ask Anas. Anas bin Malik radiallahu anhu, he served the Messenger وسلم, for 10 years. So he lived with him in close proximity. He saw him night and day. He understood exactly how he was. Let's ask Anas. Anas, please describe, tell us something about Prophet Muhammad And Anas ibn Malik who would say, كَانَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ أَزْهَرَ اللَّوْنِ وَكَأَنَّ عَرَقَهُ اللُّؤْلُؤْ إِذَا مَشَا تَكَفَّأَ وَلَا مَسَسْتُ لَا دِيبَاجَةً وَلَا حَرِيرَةً أَلْيَنَ مِنْ كَفِّ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ وَلَا شَمَمْتُ مِسْكَةً وَعَنْبَرَةً أَطْيَبُ مِنْ رَائِحَةِ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ This is what he said. What, is, what does it mean? He said that the Prophet ﷺ had a fair complexion and when he would sweat, his sweat was like pearls, droplets of pearls. When he would walk, he walked with a forward inclination. He says, Wallahi, I swear by Allah, I have never touched any fabric, any silk, which was softer than the blessed palm of the Prophet ﷺ. And he says, I have not smelt any fragrance. No musk, no amber, no rood, no fragrance, which was sweeter than the fragrance of the Prophet we asked Jabir ibn Abdullah, Jabir, you tell us, you accompanied the Prophet Why do we love him so much? And Jabir ibn Abdullah says, one night it was a beautiful clear night sky. It was very clear. He says, I came out and the full moon was out. And I saw the full moon. And then I glanced to the Prophet Muhammad 
and I glanced at the full moon again, and I glanced at the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and I glanced at the full moon again, and I glanced at the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and I came to the conclusion that the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam was much more beautiful than the full moon. So we love him because he was so beautiful. We ask Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu, who dedicated his life to the service of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Abu Huraira, you describe him to us. And Sayyiduna Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu says, Lam ara ahsana min Rasulillahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, wa ka'anna shamsa tajri fi wajhim. He says, by Allah, I have never seen anyone more beautiful, more handsome than the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he said, it is as if, it is as if the sun was emanating from his face. It looked as if the sunlight was coming from his face. And this is a description of Sayyiduna Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu. Why do we love him so much? Another reason why we love him so much, because of how much he loved us. Because of how much he loved us. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, how much did he love us? On one occasion, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam recited a verse from Surah Ibrahim. It's a dua of Ibrahim alayhi salam. Then he recited a verse from Surah Al-Ma'idah, an ayah which is a dua of Isa alayhi salam. In tu'adhibhum fa'innahum ibaduk wa in taghfir lahum fa'innaka antal ghafoor al-rahim. Then he raised his hands and he started to cry. And he is crying out saying, Ummati, Ummati, O oh Allah, my Ummah, O oh Allah, my people, O oh Allah, my nation. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has all knowledge. Allah knows everything. Despite knowing everything, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Jibreel, go to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and ask him, why is he crying? What is making him cry? So Jibreel comes. And this is Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah has sent me to ask you, what is it that's making you cry? So the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, I am crying regarding my ummah. So Jibreel goes back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and says, Oh Allah, I asked him as you asked me to ask him. And he said he is crying regarding his ummah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent Jibreel. And Jibreel comes again to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends a message to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam through Jibreel saying, Oh Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we will please you regarding your ummah. We will never disappoint you. We will please you regarding your ummah. We will never disappoint you. He cried for us. So why do we love him so much? Because he loved us so much. On one occasion, the Prophet ﷺ went to the graveyard of Al-Baqi. We know the cemetery of Medina. Everybody knows the cemetery of Medina. So he goes into the cemetery of Medina. When he goes into the cemetery, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he recites the dua, As-salamu alaykum dara qawmin mu'mineen, wa inna insha'Allah bikum lahiqoon, nas'alullaha lana wa lakum al-afiyah. This is a dua when we enter into a cemetery, into a graveyard. So he recites this prayer, he recites the dua. And then he said a statement which is beautiful. He said, we wish to meet our brothers. He said, lawadidna, we wish we met our brothers. So the, his companions, the Sahaba, they said, Ya Rasulullah, aren't we your brothers? Aren't we your brothers? We're here. You're saying you wish you met your brothers. 
They said, aren't we your brothers? And the Prophet wasallam said, no, you're my companions. You're my Sahaba, you're my companions. My brothers are those people who will come after me. They will not have seen me, but they will believe in me. The Prophet expressed his desire to meet you. Do you have a desire to meet him? He wanted to meet you. He wanted to meet you. He wanted to know you. He spoke about you to his Sahaba. He thought about you. When he prayed, he prayed for you. When he was thinking, he was thinking about you. When he was speaking, he was speaking about you. When he was working and striving, he was doing it for you. When he was praying in the night, he was praying for you. And this is why we love him so much. Because his entire life, he loved us. He cared for us. He thought about us. He pleaded to Allah for us. And the Prophet ﷺ then went on to explain. Somebody said, well, how will you know your people on the day of judgment? We, you know us because you know us by face. You know us by name. The people who are going to come afterwards, who you're saying are your brothers, how will you recognize them? You will have, you've not seen them in the world. How will you recognize them on the day of judgment? And the Prophet wasallam said, I will recognize my people from the traces of wudu. From the traces of wudu. When we make wudu, ablution, you wash yourself, right? You wash your hands, right? You put water in your nose, you wash your face. We wash the arms, we wash the feet. The more you do this, the more radiant and shining you will be on the day of judgment. There are more chances of the Prophet ﷺ recognizing you on the day of judgment as one of his. And if he catches you, and if he sees you, and he notices you, you are radiant, you stand out, he will definitely intercede for you. On the flip side, how tragic would it be if we're missing out on this? If we don't pray, meaning if we don't pray, you're not going to do wudu. And let's be honest with ourselves. Praying is the easy part. The part we find a bit hard is the wudu. The praying is not the issue, is it? Right? Praying is easy. It doesn't take long. We kind of enjoy it. Go to sleep for a bit in sujood as well. It's a bit restful as well. And it get a bit of exercise. The praying is not the issue. We like reciting Quran now and again. The issue is the wudu part. And that's where shaitan really gets us. That's where shaitan gets us. And there is actually... The hadith tells us that for wudu there is a shaitan. Walahan his name is. So either he's going to keep you away from doing wudu or he's going to disturb you during wudu telling you did you watch this did you not watch this. So that, that's the area we need to kind of clock and get over. And let's use this as an excuse. Don't we want to be recognized on the day of judgment by the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam? Anytime, anytime you feel like not making the wudu not making the wudu, not getting up, winter's coming as well, gonna be feel a bit cold. At that time, let's think of this, that I want to ensure, I don't want to miss out on this opportunity because each time I make my wudu, I am making myself more recognizable to the Prophet wasallam. May Allah give us the tawfiq. You know, when we, when we have FOMO of things, this is what you should have FOMO about. What if we miss out on this? We can miss out on things of the world and nothing's gonna happen. But if we miss out on this opportunity of being recognized by the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam on that day, that's something serious. We love him. Why do we love him so much? We love him because of his beautiful manners, his character, the way he was with his family, his beautiful character with his neighbors. 
how he treated the orphans, how he treated the widows, how he treated the Muslims, how he treated the non-Muslims even. It's not as if with the non-Muslims, he had a different set of characteristics. No, he was just as nice or even better in many cases. How he treated the animals, how he treated even his own enemies as well. In Arabic we say, that virtue is that which the, your enemy gives a testimony of. When your enemy praises you, that's a true testimony. Your own people will praise you. And how many enemies of the messenger praised him and still continue to praise him, regardless of their disbelief in him. They still say that no man has walked this earth as impeccable in character than him. And we don't need anyone to give the testimony because Allah gave it himself by saying, that O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, you reach the highest pinnacle of good character. If you want to understand what is good character, study the life of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. You will see in our Prophet the excellent character and characteristics. So this is another reason why we love him. Why else do we love him? Why do we love him so much? We love him so much. Why? Because Allah loves him so much. Don't we hear this verse again and again? Inna Allaha wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslim What is it saying? Allah is saying inna Allaha Inna, this is emphasis Indeed Allah wa malaikatahu and his angels Angels, how many angels are there? Do we know? Countless number of angels Millions and trillions uncountable number of angels we know around the Baytul Ma'mur 70,000 Malaika and angels make tawaf once they have made tawaf they will never get a chance to do it again that gives you an idea of just how many angels are circumambulating the Baytul Ma'mur let alone the rest of the angels including Jibreel and Mikail and the angel of death and the Kiram and Katibin and the Munkar and Nakir and these are some of the names that we are aware of and beside this there are Trillions of angels. Allah says, Inna Allah, indeed Allah, and His angels, Yusalluna ala, Yusalluna, not Sallah, Yusalluna, continuously, perpetually, all the time. This has a meaning in Arabic of istimrar, meaning this is happening continuously. Allah and His angels are continuously perpetually sending salutations upon Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam all the time. And then now Allah is saying, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima. O believers, just like Allah and His angels are always sending salawat upon Him, you also, you also join in. This is an honor for us, an honor of something that Allah is doing. The malaika are doing not once, not twice. Yusalluna. Constantly, all the time, continuously. Ya ayyuhalladina. This shows you how much Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We love him. Why? You know, they say, why do Muslims love their Prophet so much? We love him. Why? Because it is part of our iman and faith. It is part and an integral part of our creed. Because if we don't love him, our faith isn't complete. Once Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu came to the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam and he said, Ya Rasulullah, I love you more than everyone and anything except myself. He was honest. Can we see the Sahaba? They understood themselves. 
They could see. He could be honest. He didn't pretend. There was no fakeness and pretense. Aqalluhum takallufan. One of the Sahaba described the Sahaba, Aqalluhum takallufan. The Sahaba were the least pretentious and least fake people. Sadly, we've become very fake. They were the least pretentious people. He said it as it was. He says, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I love you more than everyone and anything except myself. I love myself more. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, La yuminu ahadukum hatta akuna ahabba ilayhi min walidihi wa waladihi wa nasi ajba'in. None of you can become a perfect believer until I am not more beloved to you than everyone, including yourself. Umar, including yourself. So Umar radiallahu anhu thinks for a while and he thinks for a moment. And then he says, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I love you more than everyone and anything. And now I've realized I love you even more than myself. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Al-ana ya Umar. Al-ana ya Umar. Umar, now. Now you have reached the completion of Iman. Al-ana ya Umar. This is, this is what we want to try and aim for. We're not there yet, but we want to try and develop and grow in this love of the Prophet Look at this, the Prophet is training Sayyidina Umar anhu to develop in that love. It's not something that just comes naturally. It doesn't just come. We have to work on it. We have to work on it. We have to do something about it. Similarly, another reason why do we love him so much? We love him so much because of the beautiful du'as that he made for us. Once the Prophet ﷺ was in a very cheerful mood, very cheerful. His beloved wife Aisha radiallahu anha, the mother of the believers, she took advantage of this opportunity. And she said, Ya Rasulullah, today you look in a really good mood. Please make du'a for me. And the Prophet ﷺ made du'a. Allahumma gfil li Aisha, ma taqadda min dhambiha wa ma ta'akhar. Oh Allah, forgive the sins of Aisha. Her past sins and her future sins. Her secret sins and her public sins. And Aisha radiallahu anha, she became elated. She's excited. She couldn't hold, withhold her joy. And why, why shouldn't she? Like, if he was one of us, we'd be really excited. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa said, Did my dua make you happy? Did my dua make you overjoyed? It seems you can't contain yourself. She said, yes, why shouldn't I be happy? You just prayed such a manner for me, for my past and future sins to be forgiven. Why shouldn't I be happy? And the Prophet said, Aisha, listen very carefully. This is the dua for my ummah in every salah. This is the dua for my ummah in every salah. This is the dua for my ummah in every salah. Why do we love him so much? Because he loved us so much. Why do we love him so much? Because he prayed for us so much. Why do we love him so much? Because he sought so much istighfar on our behalf. We love him so much. Why? Because he sacrificed himself for us so that the deen would reach to us. Now, in conclusion, in the last few minutes that we have, we all vary in our love for the Prophet every, every Muslim loves the Messenger of Allah That's established. That's established. Everybody loves him. To be a Muslim, you have to love him. Now we vary in our love. Some of us love more, some of us love less. And we want to try and increase in our love. We want to try and get better in our love. So first of all, whenever we want to get better in anything, 
we have to understand where we are now. We need clarity on where I am now. Out of 10, how much do I love him? We, we can't just say, I'm, I'm going to try and love him more. We need to understand, where am I now? Where am I today? You're going to hear many programs, many discussions, especially during this month of Rabi'i al-Awwal, regarding the Prophet wasallam. How will you know by the end of the month if you have increased in your love or not? Or is it just going to be another year go by, we listen to these talks and then it's just back to normal again. So we, we want to see growth. If we're not growing, we're dying. So we want to see growth in our love for the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. How are we going to know? So I'm going to quickly give you four things that you can measure yourself by to see where you are now and where you need to go. Number one, number one. One question I can ask myself, how much do I follow the sunnah? How much do I follow the sunnah? لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنًا وَمَنْ يُطِعِ الرَّسُولَ فَقَدْ أَطَاءَ اللَّهِ وَمَا أَتَاكُمُ الرَّسُولُ فَخُذُوهُ وَمَا نَهَاكُمْ عَنْهُ فَانْتَهُوا إِنْ تُطِعُوهُ تَهْتَدُوا Many ayat of the Qur'an قُلْ إِنْ كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهِ فَاتَّبِعُونِ يُحْبِبْكُمُ اللَّهِ Many ayat of the Qur'an speak about following the messenger. So I need to study my life from the moment I wake up in the morning till evening. How much do I follow the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? You know, the Prophet sallallahu sahaba, we find they were meticulous. They would try to find everything he did and try and imitate that. Try and become like him. Become like Muhammad. This is the idea. How close is my life and my lifestyle to that of the Prophet This is one litmus test for me to see how I'm doing. Am I a 2 out of 10? Am I 1 out of 10? Am I 3 out of 10? Am I 8 out of 10? So this is just for you to measure. Not for anybody else, for yourself. Personal introspection. That's what Juma is about, right? Juma is not about just listening to a talk and getting entertained. Juma is about facing reality, looking in the mirror. Where am I today and where do I need to be? So this is the first litmus test. Where am I in regards to the sunnah? Number one. Second. The second thing is our knowledge of the seerah. The Prophet sallallahu life. How much do I know about him? Because to love someone, you have to know them. Can you love someone you don't know? I know nowadays you, you see someone for the first time and say, oh, I love you. Right? That's not love, is it? She's going to say, you're lying. You don't even know me. You don't, you don't know anything about me. How can you love someone you don't know? So how much do we know of the seerah of the Prophet sallallahu Because his life events will be a guide for you and me. So that's another thing. So spend some more time learning about him. Every Tuesday we have a seerah program here where you can just turn up and learn more about his life every single week. And there's many other books and speeches and many methods available. That's number two. Number three. How much salawat and durood do I send on the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam? Let's just look at today. How many times did I send durood salawat on the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam today? It's Jummah. How much salawat have I sent? Yesterday, how many did I do? The day before, how many did I do? How many, how many do I plan to do tomorrow? This is another litmus test. We can say we claim to love. But how much do we love and how can we grow? I'm, I'm giving you ways we can increase in our love. When you love someone, you mention them a lot. Whatever you love, right? If it's a football team, you're going to speak about it. If it's a car, you're going to speak about it. You love something, you mention it a lot. If we love the Prophet 
we will speak about him. We will send salawat upon him in abundance. And finally, another way is to appreciate his favors upon us. I ask you a question. Can you imagine your life without Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Where would you be now? Can you imagine a life without Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam having an influence and impact in your life? What kind of darkness would we be in? What kind of misguidance would we be in? No Quran, no Hadith, no Sunnah, no Salah, no Masjid, no Iman, no Islam, none of that. We have what we have because of his sacrifices, because of his efforts, because of his du'as, because of his service, because of him who he was and everything he did for us. And he didn't forget us even for a second. This month comes to remind us regarding him once again. This is time for us to turn back to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. I end by saying, Thawban radiallahu anhu was crying. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, why are you crying? He says, when we go to sleep after Isha, I feel really sad because I don't see you. But then I console myself thinking I'll see him at Fajr. But when you pass away and you go to the hereafter, your Jannah is going to be up there and I'm going to be down here. So I'm never going to see you in the hereafter. That's what's making me cry. And the Prophet didn't really know how to answer him. A genuine question. And Allah revealed the verses of the Quran that whoever obeys the Messenger of Allah, they will be with the Prophets on the Day of Judgment. They said this was the best thing we ever heard in our lives. You obey him, you'll be with him in the hereafter. Somebody came to a tabi'i, a tabi'i, someone who saw the Sahaba. And they said, tell us something that can make us yearn for Jannah even more. We don't have the yearning for Jannah. Tell us something that we can yearn for Jannah even more. Do you know what he said? He said, Fiha Rasulullah. Fiha Rasulullah. In Jannah is the messenger of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa He is going to be there. So if there's no other reason why you want to be there, and just for him, well, that is something I can tell you for sure. He's going to be there and that's going to make him want to yearn to go there. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us a tawfiq. Jazakumullahu khairan wa akhru da'wana. And alhamdulillah, rabbil alameen.